This is the Restaurant Technology Guys podcast, helping you run your restaurant better. Welcome back to the Restaurant Technology Guys podcast. Uh, thank you out there, everyone, for joining us. As I say each and every time, I know that you guys have got lots of choices on how you spend your time and energy, and so we appreciate you guys spending time with us today. Today is one of those fun episodes, and and uh, I'll let Beth uh, uh, introduce herself here in a few minutes. But we've got uh, somebody that's been on both sides of the house, you know, both as a restaurant, and then decided tech was. Uh, was something that was a good choice. So Beth, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Tell us a little bit about who is Beth? What, how did Beth get in the restaurants? Tell us a little bit about, about the restaurant side of things. And then we'll talk a little bit about, uh, about the new, uh, new project you've been working on. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for having me here. I'm, I'm excited to be here and, and to tell my story. Um, so my name is Beth Hussey. I'm i I'm a restaurateur. I've been in the restaurant business for, well, I don't want to age myself, but I think it's been about 37 years now. And um, I'm the youngest of seven kids. All seven of us are also in the restaurant business. So it's definitely coursing through our veins. Um, yeah. Family family. dinners must be fun there. Yeah. You know, family family meals out, I'm sure, are, are the worst because everybody's got a comment since they've all yeah. been in restaurants, I'm sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It uh thankfully I'm not I'm not a chef or I'm not a cook. So my brothers all are. So I, I think I got the, the lucky side of the coin there. But I love it. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm in the I'm in Michigan, I'm in the Detroit market. Uh I've kind of traveled all over the country right out of high school. I sort of went on a circuit of um moving from state to state, following the season in resorts, bartending and, and uh, serving in, in, in beautiful, luxurious places. Um, I got a love for the business there. And then long story short, I'm back to where I grew up in Michigan. And um, I've sort of worked my way from you know serving in a restaurant all the way up to uh, being a partner in a couple of uh, pretty cool, successful um, operations here in the Detroit market. And now currently I own my, it's my first solo venture. I have a, a partner and chef, um, but it's my first official uh, owning it all outright. And uh, it's a restaurant called Hazel's in Birmingham, Michigan. It's a, it's a popular seafood place. I love it. I love it. Uh, and of all the places in the world, I get it's family, but really you moved back to Detroit. This is what you chose to do. Yes. yes I lived in all the greatest places and yeah, here I am back in Detroit. Yeah, in my head, wondering what the heck I was thinking. But well, this this episode will probably re release sometime in the uh, and and when it starts getting really cold up there, you yeah. know, in, in a few weeks, uh, where where as of right now, it's uh, probably a, it's probably comfortable, but uh, uh, but coming up pretty here, I, pretty soon. For those that are that are um, longtime listeners, they know my my, uh, my oldest just went off to school. I live in the Texas area and he just went off to school in Minnesota. Oh. And so everybody that knows me goes, oh, that's like really cold. That's yeah. like colder than Detroit. And so yeah, that's people don't understand. Michigan, for sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And so you've got a new endeavor, Beth. Like, talk to me a little bit about um, about what it is that you guys are trying to do, the origin story. Tell me a little bit about uh, about what you guys are kind of trying to create, because I think it's uh, a bit unique where you guys are going. And um, I'd love to dig in, dig in a little bit about uh, why you had that itch that you felt you needed to scratch there. Yeah, you're talking about the tech thing, right? The tech thing. Yeah, that tech thing. Not not serving food and, and yeah, shaking right. hands and kissing babies in the front of the house. There's a whole different side of what you're trying to do. Yeah, that's right. So it, it's kind of an interesting story. So when um, when the pandemic hit back in, in 2020, my, my restaurant was um, not quite a year old. So, you know, we were oh, brand wow. new. 
just kind of figuring out who we were and what we were supposed to be doing. And, um, and when, uh, when the pandemic hit, we closed completely, you know, the governor said we could stay open for carry out, but we're, we're a big, you know, seafood place. We didn't do much carry out. So we closed completely. And, uh, I did not, nobody knew at that time what the heck was going to happen, but it was especially scary for me because, um, you know, I've got all my blood, sweat and tears in this and everything I own is wrapped uh -huh. up in that restaurant. So it was like, what the heck is going to happen? Um, and so basically, you know, I, I guess I'm not one to sit still. And so I dove in and um, I, I decided to use the time to turn uh, my unique way of training servers and bartenders into a technology platform. So way back in the early 90s, um, I discovered that training is sort of a passion of mine. And before I had ever even managed the restaurant, I, I was serving a restaurant and uh, I was able to convince the place I was working to let me take over the training program for servers and bartenders, because as it is even still today in most restaurants, they their training program was non-existent. Yes. Um, and yeah, go, so, go walk behind this person for a couple of days and you'll figure it out. And then, yeah. uh, and then hopefully, hopefully, it, and they wonder why, uh, why guest service is terrible when yeah. the drinks don't all show up the same. So yeah, I'll let you keep going. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's so true. It's, uh, you know, kind of a funny story how training goes, which I'll tell you in a minute, but anyway, so I, I discovered that training was my thing. I developed a unique way of training servers and bartenders and it's, you know, it's not that it's all that different from the way every restaurant already trains, which is, you know, with that shadow shift, right? The follow shift or the shadow shift. Yep. But um, there were just a few added elements to the way I was doing it that made it very repeatable, measurable, you know, effective and engaging. So I kind of, you know, fast forward 30, 30 years and um, I, I use this unique way of training thousands of people. I've opened 16 or 17 full service restaurants, all unique concepts. Um, I've always, I've gotten a reputation of being great at training. Um, I have a reputation in this market of being able to get good teams together and keep them together because after all, that is all restaurants. Biggest problem is the, you know, turnover and employee retention and things like that. So it was my passion, but I discovered that like, as I, you know, advanced through my career and got to the point where I own my own restaurant, even me who supposedly has a passion for training and I'm, you know, so good at it, it got harder and harder to train my employees. Um, uh -huh. You know, back in the, back in the early nineties, you know, first of all, our menus weren't changing frequently like they are today, you know, allergens and dietary restrictions weren't a thing back then. Right. In the nineties, nobody knew what gluten was. Yeah. Um, we just were all swollen. Um, but, <laughs> but, so it just, it's like over time, it's gotten harder and harder to train. And, you know, there's so much technology out there that helps restaurants tr uh, manage their business. That, uh -huh. you know, tons of it. And I've always been a, 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 you know, embracer of technology, but it, it's, it's always surprised me that there's not much that help restaurants train their employees, um, not in a way that's relevant to restaurants, especially. So I, um, I was surprised that that didn't exist when the pandemic hit. Uh, and I found this time I decided to sort of work on this passion project. It's something I'd always wanted to do, but of course, because I was too busy owning and running restaurants, I never had the time to do that or any other thing that I wanted to do. Um, so I dove in and uh, I, I feel like I got three college educations. I had to figure out, um, you know, how to get software developed, which uh -huh. is a big it's thing. Fun. Yeah, uh -huh. it's fun. I mean, I love technology, but I, I knew absolutely nothing about coding and what that meant. I actually 
took a course and taught myself how to code a little bit and, and coded oh, wow. a couple applications. Good for you. Well, I mean, it wasn't that impressive, but I learned enough to know that I don't ever want to have anything to do with coding ever. <laughs> um, but so I figured out how to get software developed. I figured out what a tech startup is. It's a whole different, you know, kind of company. Um, so I figured that out. And then I, I, I figured out venture capital, which is a really big subject. Um, yes. not my favorite subject, but it's a subject. And uh, I raised the money I needed to raise. And, uh, and I was able to get the, uh, the MVP developed. So. so talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, you talked about this process that you've developed over 30 years. What makes it different? You know, what, do you, what have you found to be effective? Because, again, I worked in restaurants back in high school and in college, and I've been to thousands of restaurants, and I've seen people do it awful. I've uh -huh. seen people do it great. I'm uh -huh. a huge fan of, um, of Horst Schultz. I don't know if you've read his book. He's the, uh, the guy that was the CEO of, um, of uh, the Ritz-Carlton for a number of years. And uh -huh. he has a whole like onboarding thing. And it, it, it's, you know, um, this whole deal on, on excellence. And you look at a brand like that and go, they, they have to train their people and make them fantastic because you, you don't get to experience that unless you're there. But mm -hmm. what, what have you found to make, you know, you're passionate about it, but just because you're passionate about it doesn't mean you're any good at it right. or that people are going to listen to you. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I'm passionate about music. I suck at playing a guitar. So mm -hmm. there's that. So talk yeah. to me a little bit. What have you found that, that has really resonated with the staff as you guys are, as you've kind of gone through your paces over the last number of years? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, um, you know, you kind of mentioned that, that, that story where you know the, the the shadow shift and the guy follows the server and that's the that's how how restaurants train. I always say the way nine out of ten restaurants train is like the new guy, right? Will show up on the, his very first day of work and um, and check in with the manager who you know in most cases will like have that oh shit moment and you know <laughs> forgot yep. perhaps forgot they were even coming right. And so what do they do? They look at their floor plan and they stick this kid with whoever happens to be the best server on the floor that night. And, um, you know, fingers crossed, you've got some good people working that night. Um, and then that person who was like, you know, somehow wondering what the heck he did to deserve this punishment that he's got to train this new guy. Um, he'll let this kid tag along. He'll attempt to show him the ropes. Like can't think of a worse way to like, start a new person off right like yep. not not feeling welcome um, i'm just grateful they don't do it in the medical profession because you know yeah. hey just go hang out and, and hopefully you can you can make sure you don't cut on the wrong knee yeah so sorry yeah it's 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 horrible you know and then that's how the cycle starts right so this guy who's you know bitter that he has to train trains this new kid this new kid learns and then he's likely training the next new person um, it's like a bad game of telephone. And then, you know, that's what starts the cycle. So what most restaurants neglect to do is to give that trainer any any tools or resources or information any of any kind of how they want them to, to train this person. So um, what what makes and I always say the restaurants, you know, restaurants that, you know, are good at training. Well, you know, it, it might be a little different now, but they'll usually have a three ring binder, you know, big, thick three ring binder filled with pages and pages of, you know, nine times out of 10 outdated and sometimes useless information that like doesn't actually help the server be any better at their job. It's like, you yep. know, you know, technical recipes and, and things like that where so, you know, pretty ineffective way of training. So this what what makes our this method of training that I developed so long ago, um, what makes it unique and so engaging is it's a tool for the trainer. 
as much as it is for the new person. So it basically, it takes that shadow shift mentality, right? It, it, uh, the, it helps if I explain the way I used to train before Shifty existed. I get tripped up sometimes because now Shifty has existed for a while and it's, it's, yeah, it's no, tell bit, me all about it. Cause I, I think yeah. it's important. I mean, it, yeah. and again, part of, I mean, I love talking about your product, but at the end of the day, there's so many people that are doing it so poorly. So I'd love to give them some insight yeah, to, to right. hand back to their training department. You yeah. know, we've got some IT guy that's like, hey, go listen to Beth. She's going to tell you how to run your training department. Maybe you can look at Shifty and, and you know, yeah. and figure it out. So For how sure. did you used to do it even when you had, before you had an app? Yep. So it used to be, you know, depending on the concept, I would determine how many training shifts a new person should have to take to be considered trained. Nine times out of 10 in most restaurants today, I recommend five shifts, right? So if we're talking about a typical full service restaurant with a liquor license, um, you know, this really works in any kind of hospitality industry, but we'll talk about those that type of restaurant right now. So I would figure five shifts, usually three shifts where the server follows a person out in the front of the house, sort of, you mm -hmm. know, learning the ropes, and then two shifts where they do other things, such as spend time in the kitchen, learning the food, working with the expediter or the chef, or running food or garnishing food, things like that, depending on the concept. So for each shift, I'd have a piece of paper that I'd hand the new employee. The new employee comes in, I'd hand them their training packet. For each training shift, there'd be a piece of paper. And on the front, it would tell the person, you know, exactly everything that they need to know about what they'd be doing. It would tell the person, you know, what, what they'd be doing, who they'd be doing it with, you know, who's training them, um, what they can expect to happen, what they'll be learning, uh, what to wear, what, what to bring if they need to bring anything like their driver's license, ID, pens, paper, whatever. And then it really was just a checklist on the front of the paper that the trainer and the trainee would look at together. Okay. Um, and, you know, every concept was different, but the checklist was always pretty simple. It's like, you know, let's start with uh, here's where, you know, here's where you should park your car. Here's where you keep your personal things. Yeah. All those things that, the you know, cell phone policy, the dress yes, policy, the, yeah. So much information that you got to get to these people. And most restaurants just assume that these new employees are going to be told all these things. And a lot of times they aren't and they learn the hard way. Yeah. Um, right. By doing it wrong once. And then and then it usually can affect the guests. So a checklist of things. Let's start with a tour. Let uh, here's where we keep the catch up. It doesn't matter what the checklist was. It would be a checklist of things that they got to learn that shift. So the trainer, the trainee go through the shift, check off all those items. So it still acts like the normal follow shift, just like every restaurant already already does. Um, but at least the trainer now had his marching orders, so to speak. Uh -huh. These are the things we want you to show this new person on this day of their training. And then um, the trainee would be given at the end of the shift, the trainee would be given a homework assignment, which was to go home and make themselves a set of flashcards. And this is the piece that makes the system a little more unique. So they'd go home, they'd turn that piece of paper over, and on the back of the piece of paper, we would give them a list of exactly what flashcards they should make. So there's a whole bunch of science and psychology around why flashcards are such an effective way to learn, right? We've, we've all used flashcards yes. to learn things, and, and there's a reason for that. And I always say flashcards are even so much more um, relevant in a, in a restaurant environment because we've, we've got short attention spans, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're not yeah. going to read long documents or watch long videos and I'm not going to file through the three ring binder to figure stuff yeah. out. I'm just going to yeah. make yeah. it up on as I go, if I have to, if yep. it's not quick and easy and to the point. Yep. Exactly. So we kind of put this information on the flashcard. 
uh, the, any information the restaurant would want to deliver to this new employee, anything from, you know, obviously food related, you know, stuff relating to the menu, but even, you know, policies and culture related stuff and, you know, salesmanship related stuff, absolutely any little bit of information, you put it on the flashcard. Uh, there's a science around how to write an effective flashcard. The name of the game is the fewer words, the better. Um, so they'd make themselves a set of flashcards that they'd use as a study tool. And those flashcards would pertain to all the stuff that they learned in that day of training. So they'd go through their five days of training with a piece of paper for each one, a, a unique checklist for the trainer and the trainee to go through. They'd turn the paper over, you know, get their new set of flashcards, and they'd accumulate a stack of flashcards that they study all the while. Um, and then at the end of the training, instead of a big sort of, you know, stressful sit down written test that, um, you know, that the manager has been threatening them with, you know, since day one, uh, yep. which, you know, I've got a whole nother story about why those types of tests are so ineffective. But instead of being tested that way, we would um, sit down with the new employee, a manager. Uh, this to me is the most special part of the whole system. We'd sit down with the new employee across the table face to face, have an actual interaction, right? It's a, it's a human, it's a human to human business. Um, they'd hand me their stack of flashcards and I'd test them on their flashcards. So just like we did back in kindergarten, I'd show them one yeah. side. Um, if they got the, the flashcard right, I'd put it in one pile. If they got it wrong, I'd put it in the next pile. And then depending on how many they got right or wrong is how I could tell if they were ready to go out on the floor or not. Um, and it was cool because if they if they weren't ready, I didn't feel they were ready. That was OK. You know, they just needed more training. Um, but at least I knew where they were struggling. You know, was yeah. it the bar information or was it the menu? You know, did they need more time in the kitchen? So, um, you know, like I said, not that different, not now, not that different than the way all places are already trained. But just that added element makes all the difference in the world. And that moment. Uh, that the manager has with the employee sitting down face to face is so powerful um, for a number of different reasons, right? It gives yeah. the, the employee a warm, fuzzy feeling that they're getting that one-on-one -on -one attention. Uh, the manager learns so much about the employee, you know, what's their table side manner going to be like, how seriously did they take their training, um, all sorts of things. So it's, to me, it's that moment that, um, that really kind of helps with retention. You know, it's, it's um it's an uncomfortable feeling being the new guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Your first day, brand new. But if you show up at a place, a restaurant, especially that's, you know, got a slick training program and everybody seems like they know exactly what to do and they care about, you know, your training experience and your success at the place, it it, it makes that employee feel like they've made a good decision and, and they're in good hands. Um, yeah. So to me, that really speaks to the retention piece. Well, you look at HR literature, it talks about your first, you know, your first seven days make or break your experience. And I've been in lots of places where it's like, oh, just go follow this guy. You've worked in restaurants before. We've all dined out where you can tell the person hasn't been trained. They don't know what it is that they're doing. They, you know, they don't know the menu or they don't know how to get you what it is that you need. And then we've been to the places where it's the opposite, where you know that you haven't seen that person in that establishment before, but they're killing it because they know what's going on and they have the support that they need. Talk to me a little real quick, Beth, about how, so we'll talk a little bit about Shifty here in just a few minutes, but you know, just kind of how you digitize this whole experience. But for those that don't have these standards, you went through 30 years of standards off the top of your head, bing, 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 bing. drinks and how do you serve drinks? And my, so very true story. 
um, my daughter's in a culinary program at her high school. And last night we were having dinner and she knows I'm in the restaurant business. And mm-hmm. t- today is the very first day of service that her, they're having a uh, full service. So they do full service one day a week and the people from the community can come and get a, a full meal. And the, she's a sophomore in high school right now. And so her role is to be a runner, be a food runner. And mm-hmm. so she, she would ask me, you know, dad, dad, I, I'm doing this. I'm nervous. You know, I got to wear my chef's whites and, and I'm running food, but but what do I need to know? Because they've told me a bunch of stuff, but what do I really need to know? And so we went through plating presentation and, and how you put the protein, you know, or the, the entree closest to them and, you know, yeah. drink cups. And, and I mean, I went through that just because that's what I do. Right. Yeah. A lot right. of restaurants don't have those standards. She's going no. to a culinary program. I don't even know if they've told her this. If they did, she forgot it. But either way. A lot of places don't even have that, that they say serve the lady first or, you know, just there's so many different things that that inherently come out when you've been in restaurants and you've been in well-trained. But for those brands that don't have these standards, mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit about how do they even go through that process other than going to culinary school or, you know, yeah. going to a place like the Ritz-Carlton going, ah, I see what they did. Do you guys yeah. help with that? Is that something that you've seen done in the past that, that yeah. people struggle with? We do. It's interesting. I mean, to me that, that is one of the things that um, that makes Shifty so useful. That not not that it's about Shifty, but there's all those little things that like no one will ever think to tell the new guy, you know, not to touch the rim of a glass when he sets it down on a table. Oh my this, gosh, that one makes me crazy. Right? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and you never like you know some of us that have been in the business forever. We it's second nature to us. Like we yeah. would never do that. Right. Like we've learned. I don't know how we learned it, when we learned it, if how what how that happened. But my kids do it when they when they're setting the table at the house and it makes me crazy. I'm like, I don't need your hands on the place where my lip, lips right. are going to touch. Sorry. Right. No, it's so true. And that's just such a good example of like it's 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 not a hard concept to grasp. Right. It's a very simple thing. It's something that rest our pers- a trainer would never think to tell the new guy. But once somebody does tell the new guy, don't touch the rim of the glass, they're going to go, oh, of course not. We, yep. Of course I shouldn't touch the rim of the glass. They will never touch the rim of the glass again. That exactly. wasn't hard. They didn't need to be tested. They didn't yeah. need to read a long thing. You know, they yeah. just need yeah, to bring utensils, up. extra utensils with a napkin in your hand to hand it to yeah. the guest, not grabbing on the top of the fork and handing it to them. It's like just yeah. silly little things. But to your yeah. point, these yeah. are so silly, but, but so yeah. commonplace that we run into them. Yeah, some people think it's innate and and it's not. And I'll tell you that like with every generation we get further and further from all those that type yeah. of stuff. Like people know it less now than they knew it back in the, you know, 80s and 90s. It's uh it's a strange thing. So that's what's really cool. Like all, that's one of the things about this technology platform and is that um it does come like preloaded with all those little details, all those little little things that you that every restaurant owner in the world would want their employee to learn and get that bit of information. So I've got this pre-built set of flashcards, right, that have yeah. all this bit of information. And just as an example, so that that uh, that the flashcards make sense to you, the flashcard for that item would on the front of the flashcard it would say never touch, and on the back of the flashcard it would say the rim of the glass. So as they're studying their flashcards, it's like never touch in the rim of the glass, right? It's not, yeah. So anyway, that that kind of no, helps. It's great. It's they, these are just that. things that you and I, having spent a long time, mm. we we recognize these things. My family hates going out to eat with me because I see it and yes. I see it done poorly. No different than we were joking about the restaurant industry, but it's true. Yeah. yeah. And you see it done well, and you see it done poorly, and you know the brands that do it well. It's because mm-hmm. they've trained. 
they they hire good they hire well they retain well but they also train and so a tool like this is fantastic because you're setting a standard and so few especially mom and pops because they're busy running a restaurant and they just expect my mother raised me that way so you should be doing that right. and ultimately exactly. it doesn't happen that way yeah it's so true yeah yeah so, You've talked a lot about the front of the house. I know one of the areas that a lot of restaurants have been struggling with is the back of the house. Have you guys worked in kind of training the back of the house, whether that's prep cooks? You know, we've got a product, um, you know, and this is a, a little bit of a shameless plug. That's sure. a digital recipe book that we built years ago cool. that allows you to have the recipe book be in a digital format. So you're not filtering through and they're not having to remember. They can yeah, see it cool. on an iPad. They can see it on a, on a machine in the kitchen. So they're prepping sauces and those kind of things. And then the same on the front of the house. But kitchen staff needs to know what the recipe is and needs to know how to change those things. When they sub arugula for spinach, they need to be able to do all of those things. But yeah. there's things that they don't do either, whether yeah. it's knowing how to knife you know, knife cuts for onions to, you know, to how, how to store cold food and hot food and not cross contaminate. And, you know, you know, these things, I know these things, but have you yeah. guys delved into that or has it mostly been in front of the house so far? Yeah, no, it's, um, it, this is the most exciting part of the whole thing is so when I developed Shifty, I really did like have a laser focus on servers and bartenders, like this system that, that I designed and over the years, and it's it's what it's the it's the system I use to train servers and bartenders, and that's about it. You know, also hosts and bosses yeah. a little bit, but mostly out, whatever. And bartenders. Yeah. But um, once we launched the product, and I actually started getting it in 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 customers' hands, other restaurants that weren't mine that you uh -huh. know, don't understand this method of training, um, it was really cool because it was it was those people who basically uh, enlightened me to the fact that this would be a great system to use to train the back of the house. So to answer your question, yes, um, my customers are using it to train every single department. Um, Love it. it it also has, you know, digital recipes and all that kind of stuff. It's a pretty cool, it's kind of like an LMS. It's, um, it's not officially an LMS, but it's more, it's like, it's so much more than an LMS, but um but yeah, it, we do use it to train the back of the house. And um, it seems like, I, ironically, it seems like almost it's the back of the house guys that are loving it the most. Yeah. Yeah, because it's people, we, we tend, we have a tendency to kind of forget about the kitchen a little bit. And it's, it's really kind of the most important thing, right? Like it is, it is. <laughs> yeah. They are, they are more than 50% of the experience because the food comes out and it doesn't, it's not the same. It's not consistent. It's not cooked properly. You yeah. know, you get people sick if you don't do it properly. Um, but I'm going to um, ask you to rewind for just a couple of minutes. You talked a little bit about the psychology of leveling up and getting, you know, more skills and learning in this training. What have you found in that, whether it's the back of the house or the front of the house, the motivation to get better every day, the motivation to, you know, that is part of what HR systems and all of these employee retention things say happens. Talk to me a little bit about how Shifty's helping with that, because I think it's a I mean, everybody's struggling with staff. Yeah. Everybody's struggling with getting people onboarded. And so yeah. there's not a better time than now to have a way to onboard people, keep them here, keep them leveling up, keep them growing. Years ago, you get stuck in the restaurants. We all got stuck in the restaurants and never left, you know, but people, they can go drive for Uber and make the same amount of money or whatever, you know? So yeah. talk to me a little bit about the leveling up aspect and kind of the, the skill matrix that people can continue to grow through this. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's the industry has changed so much, hasn't yes. it? I mean, it is um, it is it is a very different experience, and and it seems like every generation. I've been managing, you know, restaurant teams since the early '90s, and every generation it gets a little different. I'm not saying it's any better or worse than the than the different. next. But the different. The, what the they different. value is different. What they how they yeah. come. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yep. But I will say that it, it's human nature for people to just want people want to do do a good job, you know, mm -hmm. thankfully. And, uh, and that is one thing that like has kind of been a through line in, in most people. So most people, if you will provide, you know, tools and materials and like training, um, if you, if it's there for them, they will eat it up. And yes. it's, you know, a lot of restaurateurs, you talk to restaurateurs and they're like, you know, those talk about like how frustrated they are with their staff. No one cares. You know, it's just a job to them. But I would bet nine times out of ten, that's because the they the the message is coming from from the restaurateur that they don't care. Yeah. Like as a restaurateur, if you show that you care mm -hmm. about your employees, you know, and you treat them with respect and compassion, and you genuinely want them to enjoy where they work and do a good job and make great money, um, then that you know that's that's, you'll get that. They'll, it'll reciprocate, right? They'll absolutely they'll, they'll help you grow your business at the end of the day. And that's, that's a fantastic piece. And yes. we've all been again to those restaurants where, where you can tell a staff member is just wait until their shift is over. Yeah. It doesn't matter what's happening at your table or anywhere around. They walk by an empty glass. They walk by an empty, you know, an empty plate and don't free bus for, for people like it. Again, these are all things that you and I know intuitively. When yeah. I walk by a table, if there's a napkin on the ground, I am going to pick it up. I don't even care. I'm not even working in the restaurants and I pick it up. You do it too. I promise you. Yes. I know we all do it. Yeah. Um, it's awful, great. but it's just yeah. part of how we were raised. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and so, you know, but that's part of what you need to, to ask them to do. And ultimately it comes back around because they can make more money for themselves. Yeah. And then ultimately you. Yeah. Is that is that fair? Is that kind of what you've been saying? Absolutely. Yeah. You 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 have to you have to show them you care. If you show if you care, I, I'll always say if you if you if you are looking at an employee who has a bad attitude and seems like they don't care about the place, I I can almost guarantee that that's that's the the that's the message they're getting from above. Yep. Yeah. I've always said to my managers that um, you know creating a great first impression on an employee is every bit as important as creating a great first impression on the guest. Yep, um, and if you, you know, I always say the manager's job, if, if our servers and bartenders, if it's their job to take good care of the guests, it's the manager's job to take good care of the employees so yeah. that they can take good care of the guests. And if yep. the managers aren't taking good care of the employees, then how on earth could we expect them to want to take good care of the guests? And Unequivocally. It's, it's and and, and I, I say it to our staff all the time, our own team, it's like, you guys have hundreds of interactions every day with our team members. Uh -huh. I can't do what I do without you doing what you do. So keep keep doing it well. Keep taking care of our customers because at the end of the day, they come back for you, not necessarily for me. Yes. You know, and yeah. uh, not not a whole lot different. Uh -huh. Beth, I'm going to ask one last piece. Um, going back to your conversation about kind of the the pre shift pre going out on your own, pre fleeing the nest and sitting down with the manager to take not a test, but really an overview of what did you learn? How did you, how did you, how did you, how did you make out when you were doing that? Talk to me about how Shifty helps with that. You know, really, I don't, it's not grading them, but it's understanding how much did they get from what you were trying to give them uh -huh. and giving you a good direction. Talk to me about how the technology has helped both restaurants and the staff members sit in yeah. that spot. 
Yeah, it's cool. So it's, um, you know, it's all kind of, it's all, it's all wrapped around that flashcard experience. So the, the technology, there's a couple different ways the technology can test the employee, but the, my favorite way is the, it, it emulates that flashcard test, which I know is a bit of a dichotomy because flashcard is a face-to-face. -face and, and so you're actually doing it on the technology, but you still have to sit face-to-face, -face, which I think is so cool. Um, and it's really great because that experience um, is, it's, uh, it's conversational. So yeah. it's not just a test. It's not like I'm going to fire off some questions and you got to give me the right answer or else you can't work here. It's not threatening. It's um, it's, Hey, let's sit down. Let's have a nice conversation. It's a chance for the manager to sort of supplement the learning, right? Like yeah. my restaurant we're we're known for oysters. And when we get to the oysters flashcard, they're going to spout off the answer about, you know, they come in fresh every day, East and West coast, all the important things they need to know. It's my chance as a manager to say, okay, well, let's, I want to talk to you a little bit more about the oysters. Like, do you really, you know, it's really special. We're ordering them directly every day from each coast. And it's like, it's that chance to really drive home the important pieces. Yeah. And to tell like, a story wrapped around that so that they yeah. can internalize it. It's not just the fact they know. It's yeah. now a story that they can pass on to the guests. They can yeah. they can they can understand why behind it. Yeah. You know, people people understand why you don't hand again, it's it's common sense, don't touch the rim of the glass, but until if they don't get it, you can at least say, well, because why wouldn't you do that? Like, let's talk through this. Right. Do you want somebody's fingers on your yeah. mouth? No, you don't. So why would you want it on the ring In rim of your glass, right? Passion is contagious. You know, yep. if, if you get to talk to someone who's passionate about something, it's very easy to kind of feel that same way. Well, hopefully my wife's not sitting on the other side of the wall here because she always teases me that uh, <laughs> I get very passionate when I record these calls because yeah, uh, I do enjoy so I love talking to restaurant tours yeah. and restaurant technologists. It's, it's one of my favorite things yeah. that I get to do. Well, it's like, especially after the pandemic, I mean, you know, if there's restaurateurs that are listening, it's like how many times, you know, we, we've all been in the point where like, we're so short staffed, you know, someone comes in for an interview and we, you know, we check their pulse and, you know, follow, follow my finger, you know, you yeah, you're know, not drunk today. Okay. Go, yeah. go work a line shift. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah, take exactly. right. It's, you know, sadly that's, that's what this, that, that happens. But if you can sort of slow that down and, and take the time to like really, really train them right. Can you believe that um, the the statistic is that the average amount of time that a restaurant worker stays at a job at the United States is um, less than two months, one month and 26 days? No, I had no idea. That's amazing. So yes. you talk about retention, you talk about the cost of that. Have you guys done any calculations on the cost of, of retaining employees because you're training them properly with shift? I mean, it, it pays for itself. You well, keep them one or two extra months and you're not having to train somebody yeah. else. You, you, you've already paid for the yeah. solution. I don't even care how much it is. You've yeah. already paid for the solution. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a number that's been floating around, you know, that comes from the National Restaurant Association. Um, it's been around for a while. So I'm sure the number is a little bit higher now than than it was five years ago. But according to those guys, NRA, uh, the cost of replacing a restaurant worker is $5,685. Yeah. I have a feeling Shifty's not $5,000 a month. It's so. not, no, it's not $5,000 a year. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah. if you can retain one employee, you got it, right? Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I, I, I brag a little bit, like at my restaurant, you know, that, 
all of us, you know, hopefully there's restaurants out there that keep employees longer than one month and 26 days, but that the, the national uh -huh. average is one month mm -hmm. and 26 days. My average, I have actual hard data to pull from because I have a restaurant. We're about to, um, about to celebrate our fifth year. Um, and the average amount of time that all my workers have, have stayed at my restaurant is uh, two and a quarter years. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty good retention rate. It's great. And you, and I'm sure there's people, and that ultimately goes straight to bottom line profit because you're not having to continue to turn over people, retrain, retrain, exactly. retrain. You yeah. know, because you think about those people that are like, oh, I'm celebrating 20 years in the same restaurant. Mm -hmm. They obviously get the average from the person that showed up for that's three right. days and left, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. So Beth, how do people learn more about what it is that you guys are doing? Because uh, I, I think it's something that every restaurant needs something. Yes. Um, and I know there's competitors to Shifty. We've had some on the on the show before, but you guys have taken a different approach. I love what you guys are doing. How do they learn more about what it is that you guys are doing? Can sure. they go find you online, go download yeah. the app? Talk to me a little bit about what you would want our listeners to uh, to look into next. Yeah, the main thing is would uh, go to our website, which is uh, shiftyinc.com. That's I-N-C. Um, shiftyinc.com. And on the website, there's tons and tons of information. It's a, it's a really nice website. You can actually click a button and schedule a demo with me directly. Um, you can sign up for Shifty. It's really cool. We've got a, um, uh, what I call an implementation wizard. So you can actually go to the website. You never even have to contact us if you don't want to. You can sign up, start using Shifty, um, and it'll take you through the whole onboarding process. But the, one of the things that I think is so cool about Shifty is that it comes preloaded with a whole bunch of universal restaurant training information. Our, so someone who doesn't have a training program, uh, yeah. literally out of the gate can have a fully robust training training program um, just just from from starting it. So it's kind of cool. You can get yourself onboarded or you can hire us to. It's really cool. There's like a menu catalog. Um, there's all sorts of cool stuff. And the one thing we didn't get to talk about, I don't know if we're running out of time. Do we have another quick second? Yeah, we, have one, we have a couple more minutes. We're good. Yeah. I just I, I, I try and keep it to around 40, 45 minutes because everybody yeah. starts to get retention starts to go away towards that, yeah. that time. Everybody's short attention span. Yeah. So my very favorite thing about Shifty, which we didn't even get into, is like, yes, training is the most important thing, right? You got to start them off with a good training prep. But then the most important, you once they're trained, you got to keep them engaged. And that's yeah. how you keep them. And employee engagement is a big buzzword right now. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's kind of the innovation and engagement is the most important thing in this industry, according to the National Restaurant Association again. And uh, it we have a whole engagement piece that's great. With Shifty, you can you know not just dynamically uh, communicate with your employees um, with this announcement feature, but you can also poll your employees, get them to vote oh, on wow. the subject, That's which awesome. is really cool. You can also um, survey your employees, ask them a question. So in the actual mobile application, it's interactive and you're asking them to cast their vote um, or to, you know, uh, to, to answer a survey, which is very, very powerful. And there's also a truly anonymous suggestion box, which I've got some customers who are using Shifty owners just for the anonymous suggestion box because, you know, the anonymous it's like get, it's hard to get real data back from your staff. It is, and and especially in the the good old fashioned like you know suggestion box, nobody trusts those, right? Yep. Because handwriting people can see you. But this, um, it's pretty cool technology the way it works, and it's like truly anonymous. So it's um, it's pretty, pretty cool. amazing. Yeah, it is. Well, Congratulations yeah. for getting yeah. this off the ground. That's uh, that's really exciting, and I'm excited for for our listeners to uh, to check you guys out. Uh, I, I guess I would encourage all of our listeners one to check out Beth and 
her product and two overwhelm her with demo requests because uh yes. I, I can't wait till she calls me and says all right enough yeah. Don't people just go download it and go buy it go 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 <laughs> sign up with the credit card and uh and start yeah. using this thing yeah one last question before we sign off Beth. where did the name come from shifting yes like where where you know it's a cute yeah. name you got yeah. the little lowercase i very yeah. you know very uh silicon valley ask you gotta throw one yes. lowercase letter into a word but yeah. where did it come from we got a cool brand um it's interesting it's there's a whole bunch of different uh reasons for the name uh one thing is we were able to trademark our um our slogan which is get your shift together and oh, love that. <laughs> oh, see. And that was really cool at the trade shows we've been at. It gets a ton of attention. So that's a fun one. Uh, one of the reasons, you know, because basically it is a, if if there's one, I don't care if you're like the fanciest steakhouse or mom and pop, you know, greasy spoon, like it's all about the shift, right? It's yep. it's the way this restaurant, it runs shift by shift by shift by shift. The shift starts, the shift ends, and then you start the next shift. And um, so that's, and, and it's filled with tools that help manage the shift. And then another reason is, um, you know, a lot of it's pretty commonplace in this industry that if you work in a place with a liquor license, um, a lot of restaurants give the benefit to servers and bartenders of a, a shift drink or, you know, the ability to have a discount on a drink. And uh -huh. um, in, at least in this market, that's lovingly referred to as a shifty. And okay. so it incites a warm, fuzzy feeling with servers and bartenders, that word, because servers and bartenders really love their shifty. Yeah, they, they love their drink after their shift. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Beth, I, I uh, one, congratulations for getting the, uh, the product launched. Um, and thank you for sharing your insights, um, just kind of training in general and how to get staff onboarded. Um, to our listeners, guys, like I said at the onset, you guys have got lots of choices. So we appreciate you guys spending time. While you guys are online, go check out Shifty. Give Beth a shout on uh, on social. Go check out her uh, her new product. Um, and if you're in the Detroit market, uh, go check out the restaurant. She can tell you all about the cool oysters she gets in every day. Um, and uh, thank you so much, Beth. And, and yeah. to our listeners, make it a great day. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jeremy. This is the Restaurant Technology Guys podcast, helping you run your restaurant better.